songs about it's about aliens we're the aliens man we're the savages we're the savages wait man that song's about that yeah, man, that song's about that, about, man. about aliens? Yeah, man, you didn't know that? This country is founded... It was founded by people who were into aliens, man. George Washington, man, he was in a cult. And the cult was in the aliens, man. You didn't know that? No. Oh, man, they were way into that type of stuff, man. George toked weed, man. Absolutely George toked weed. Are you kidding me, man? He grew fields of that stuff, yeah. man. That's what I'm talking about. Fields. He grew that shit up in Mount Vernon, man. Mount Vernon, man. He grew it all over the country, man. He had people growing it all over the country, you know? The whole country back then was getting hot. Let me tell you, man, because cause, cause he knew. He was on to something, man. He knew that it would be a good cash crop for the southern states, man. And so he grew fields of it, man. But you know what? Behind every good man, there's a woman. And that woman was Martha Washington, man. And every day George would come home, she'd have a big, fat bowl waiting for him, man, when he'd come in the door, man. She was a hip, a hip, hip lady, man. And she she was real cool, too. She'd harvest the crops, man. That's what I'm talking about. She'd put in the in the um, bushels and stuff and sell it, you know, because they had to, you know, make ends meet and stuff. I mean, they, it, what, did you ever look at a dollar bill, man? There's some spooky stuff going on on a dollar bill, man. Yeah. I mean, and it's green, too. <laughs> Yeah, boy. I realized this is episode 41 of the K-Podcast for the special 420 episode. I almost skipped forward just to make it episode 42. Yeah, me, 420, but fucking man. Keeping it real around here. I keeps it real. All right? I don't like people playing on my phone. (laughs) I don't like people playing on my podcast, you heard? <laughs> Don't come around here with that fuck shit. Oh man. But yeah, bro. Welcome back. K Pod motherfucking cast. Episode 41. How the fuck are you? you know I mean, that was a little clip from Days and Confused. Um I forget the dude's name is Slater, I think, in the movie. If you've never seen that movie, it's probably on Netflix or Hulu or one of those joints. That shit is funny as hell, man. Classic movie from the nineties about like basically about these kids in high school in the 70s and shit growing up but that's just a little clip martha washington was a hip lady man (laughs) so yeah man happy holidays to all you guys out there high vibes only you know what i mean man happy 420 man (laughs) you know the fucking vibes man i know we talked about this shit on here plenty you know what I'm saying? Shit's booming. 
Like he even <laughs> like he even said in there, you know, George Washington knew it'd be a good c- cash crop for the southern states, man. Like the states that have since legalized it, you know what I mean? Colorado, New York just jumped on the bandwagon, Cali. I know these states are raking it in, tax revenue and shit like that. So hopefully Florida and some of these southern states get on the fucking bandwagon, you heard? But speaking of the devil's lettuce, you know what I mean? Well, I guess first off, um, they're doing a 420 Versus. I know we talked about Versus plenty on here. They're doing a 420 edition of Versus, Method Man versus fucking Red Man. Okay? Classic uh, pothead hip-hop legends, you know what I'm saying? If you haven't seen How High, do yourself a favor and check that shit out. But they got that. Yeah, uh, they got that on 420, and I feel like that one's going to be dope just because it'll probably be similar to Ghost and Ray. You know what I mean? Just these guys got so many records together and stuff, so it won't won't necessarily be a competition probably, but more or less just a celebration of you know both of their catalogs together and individually, the stuff they've done. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, how high they've kind of been a duo tag team, even though Method... Method Man technically came from Wu-Tang, you know what I mean? After Wu kind of blew up, he linked up with Red Man. I don't even know how they met. I mean, Red Man's from New Jersey, Method Man's from New York, so I'm sure just being on the scene. But ever since they linked up, they've kind of just been like the uh, the two stoner dudes, like Cheech and Chong, but in hip-hop, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, you know I mean? So that should be dope, man. Shouts to Meth and Red. Oh my god. Phone checker, swinging sword lecture, closing down the sector, supreme neck protector. Better want him, kid, Mr. Mepsa. Falling pop, about to blow his lid from the pressure. Too hot for TV, for sheezy. Too many wanna be Harvey, easy. It's all in the together, going all out together. It don't take much to please me. Still, homes are never satisfied like the stones. We don't condone writing, see them selling crossbones. Protecting what I'm writing, don't clash with the titan. Who blasts with a license to kill rap recitings? Come on, in the zone with your nigga from the group home to cow. Fuck your lifestyle, put your life. Out. Get this shit to crack and got you feeling with your pipes out. Time for some action. Surfing the avenue, mad at you. Where I used to battle crews. Back when that's when that had that attitude. Cover me, I'm going in. Walls closing in. Got us busting off these pistols. My niggas got issues again. Same song, on with the mega bomb. Blow you out the frame, then I'm gone. Yo, I was going too, but we roam. Cellular phones, doc meth. Back in the flesh, blood and bones. Don't condone. Spin bank loans and homegrown. Suckers break like turbo and ozone. When I grab the broom, moonwalk, platoon. Hawk, my goons bark, leave you in the blue lagoon lost. Three nines in the club with mass suit, he dying in the club, right behind on the boss. Haters don't touch, weigh us both up. Now my neighbor doped up, got the cable hooked up. All channels, left my shirt, all mammal. You ship off keys and we ship grand piano. Sword on shotgun, hand on the pump. Sipping on the 40, smoking on the blood. Bust my gun, red and meth, didn't jump. La 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 la. 
la 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 <laughs> so yeah man that should be a good fucking vibe you know what i'm saying math and red legends brothers in the game you know what i mean so yeah two he- double-headed dragon out this motherfucker or something i don't even know puff the magic dragon <laughs> Uh, but yeah, man, saying on 420, I also saw Cheech and Chong are going to go on hotboxing with Tyson for the for a special 420 episode. I, th- I feel like I mentioned that probably when I first started this thing. The hotboxing with Mike Tyson is just a, a podcast that he does, um, and they basically just smoke and talk shit, you know what I mean? I did notice, though, so... He, Tyson started the podcast with this ex-NFL player, um, Eben Britton, I believe was his name, or something similar to that, and I, for some reason, he's gone. Eben's gone, so now it's Tyson, and I think it's Jeremy Piven is the co-host. The actor, Jeremy Piven, played Ari and Entourage and shit. Um, the last one that I saw was the two of them were hosting Bill Burr, and I don't think Bill smokes weed, so he was just like smoking a cigar. While Tyson, I think Bill Burr and Jeremy Piven were both smoking cigars while Mike Tyson was just facing joints. But yeah, I saw for the 420 episode, I guess they're going to have the legendary duo Cheech and Chong on there. And for those who don't know, uh, Cheech and Chong are, they're like a comedy slash music duo. Popular back in like the 70s to the early 80s. You know, they had a bunch of movies, too. The most popular one was probably Up in Smoke. Um, they had Nice Dreams, Cheech and Chong's Next Movie, all that shit. I think they both started doing music and then kind of met each other and then got into their comedy duo. But yeah, I think some people just hear, just know the name Cheech and Chong and don't really know their legacy. So definitely check out those movies if you haven't, man. I don't think it was my first but my second, I believe, my second pro model skateboard I ever had, the first one I think was Chad Muska, the Kamikaze son. If you know, you know. But the second one was Flip Tom Penny, and it had Cheech and Chong on there. And that was before, you know, I was fucking like 13 or 12 or something at the time. I didn't even really know who they were. I just thought the graphic looked super cool, and they just looked cool. You know what I mean? They just had like a. I don't know, they look super interesting. Cheech had the big-ass mustache with his fucking little top hat fedora thing on. And then um, Chong, Tommy Chong, you know what I mean? Just standard hippie dude, long hair, big round sunglasses, or just regular eye eyeglasses. Fucking bandana around his head and shit. But yeah, and they're just legendary weed smokers too, you know what I'm saying? There's this scene, uh, I can probably find this scene actually. It's... I think, I believe it's from Up in Smoke. Yeah, this scene from Up in Smoke where they, in the movie, they're just meeting for the first time. And yeah, you'll see. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Hey, you know what I do got though, man? I got a joint, man. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right. Hey, come on. Light it up. Let's get Chinese eyes, man. What kind of joint is this, man? Oh, it's a heavy duty joint, man. Oh, it looks like a toothpick, man. No, it's not a toothpick, man. No, hey, it is a toothpick, man. Oh, man, it's just... It is a toothpick. I must have got it in the other pocket, man. Hold on, man, I got the little shit right here, man. Oh, that's my dick. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, there you go, man. Let that sucker up, man. 
Go to the moon. Jeez, I hope your dick's bigger than this, man. Hey, man, you wanna get out and walk, man? Hey, you wanna get high, man? This howdy duty got wooden balls, man. I got a joint here, man. I've been saving for a special occasion. Play on fire, up. Hey, I hope the drums don't mess up your upholstery, man. Nah, I'm in a band too, man. Oh, are you? Yeah, I'm a lead singer, man. Ah, oh, that's it. Yeah, man. we play everything from like Santana to El Chicano, man. You know, like everything. Hey, I'm just a love machine. And I don't work for nobody but you. I'm just a love machine. And I don't work for nobody but you. When my temperature rise, and then I go for her thighs. And then I say, fuck, I'm only in my shoes. Fuck, I'm only in my shoes. Hijo de la chingada. Is that a joint, man? God damn, looks like a, a quarter pounder, man. <laughs> hey, be careful with that shit, man. Uh, is it heavy stuff, man? <laughs> Will it blow me away? <laughs> put your seatbelt on, man. I'll tell you that much. I've been smoking since I was born, man. I can smoke anything, man. You know, like I smoked that Michoacan, man, Acapulco Gold, man. I even smoked that tight stick, you know? Tight stick? Yeah, you know, that stuff is tied to a stick, you know? Oh, yeah, that, stick. Yeah, that didn't even do nothing to me, man. I could probably smoke this whole joint, man, and still walk away, man. Wouldn't be no problem at all, man. Talk, talk it up, man. Do nothing to me. Kind of grabs you by the boo-boo, don't it? Hey, man. What? What? No. Oh. <laughs> it was in this shit, man. Mostly Maui Wowie, man. Yeah? But it's got some Labrador in it. What's Labrador? It's dog shit. What? Yeah, my dog ate my stash, man. I had it on the table and the little motherfucker ate it, man. Yeah? So I had to follow him around the little baggie for three days before I got it back. Really blew the dog's mind. You mean we're smoking dog shit, man? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, as you could as you could gather from the sound bite, you know, Cheech pulls out a little fucking rinky dink, probably a little, you know what I mean, half gram joint or some shit, a little pinger, and then Chong's like, You wanna get high, man? and pulls out a fucking uh, at least an ounce, like you said, a half pound, like looks like this JBL speaker, you know what I'm saying, the size of my fucking forearm, and they start smoking on that shit. But yeah, man, check out Up and Smoke, you know what I'm saying? Cheech and Chong, you know what I mean? So that should be some legendary shit as well. Shouts to Cheech and Chong. Shouts to Mike, you know what I mean? Jeremy. Uh, I think the last thing for 420 for weed stuff was... I did a few weeks ago. I saw that Jay Z started a cannabis company called Monogram. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's only right. Jay's got his hands in fucking everything. Dude's just fucking milking this world for money, which you know what I mean. Can't be mad at that. So I don't know if he started this this cannabis company Monogram or if he's just like a, a partner or invested in it or what the deal is, but. I've been seeing it advertised as Jay-Z's cannabis company, so for conversation's sake, we're just going to say it's his. But I saw that he had currency 
um, did was doing like a photo shoot, I guess, for him. Because, I mean, if you know hip hop, like I said, Meth and Red Man, Cypress Hill, there's some groups that are kind of just like Snoop, obviously, definitely up on the on the fucking mountain, the top of the mountain with the rest of the kings up there, the kings of cannabis and hip hop. You know what I'm saying? But one of those artists is also Currency. He's a little bit of a newer artist. Not new, like he's been out since the 2000s, but I mean newer in regard to when he first came out. You know what I'm saying? Cypress Hill, Method Man, and then they came out in the 90s. Currency didn't come out till the 2000s. So in that regard, he's a little bit of a newer artist, but he's still an OG in the game. He came up with Cash Money, Lil Wayne and shit when he was like a fucking teenager. And then has been doing his own thing since the 2000s. But he is definitely one of these dudes in hip-hop who is also just one of the kings of cannabis. Wiz, obviously, is up there as well. Him and Wiz kind of made their their come up together. Um, but I'm going to play a little... Play a little fucking throwback. Spit out, eh? It's Airborne Aquarium, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm getting hella mail from jail. Niggas telling me to kill it. When they get out, I bring them around some bitches. Should know be how I kick it. American Ninja, major motion picture, flipping my remote. Same way I do them hoes. But she already know before she touched my Chevy dough. Real nigga, let me make it as clear as my windows. No square shell, enter in the circle of winners. No, I'm prepared for whatever. If you know what I've been through, real view, clear vision, memories of paid dues. Confined to a runway, thunderstorms came through. But look what it came to, something that amazes you. Soon as you quit hating, then hear what I got to say to you. Baby blue souls, these white 1196. No retro car came with this. Same year, my Impala with the flow ship. Four dose, suicide, muscle car, show foot. Shorted by the chalk, I lied at Russell Stouffer. Grung weed with her whenever I invite her over. Polo sweater, teddy bear, hanging off her shoulder. No care, over here, so we put it in the air. Walking around my house, say she wanna fuck everywhere. That's cool, baby, but I just got that pool table. We ain't gotta stay away from it. It's all good, if you wanna get under it, then I guess I can fuck with it. Before I got on this beat, it made out a bucket list in these. Bars. I granted this death switch. Legendary layup, Jordan with the right left switch. Hang time, hang glide. Stir fry, chank it, eye Shanghai candy rain, drizzle frame. I ride 87 coffee, CR1. Took the T tops off and put them in the trunk, bitch. All gassed up, she been drinking from the pump. That's all bad. Trying to pass, fuck around and crash. Bitches off lift, fools trying to make it last. Emotional luggage, nothing of it. I don't check bags. I just carry on, leave that bullshit in the past. Half rose, Sean Dunn. OJ in my glass, mimosa, Testarossa program, contage curriculum, doors open like a pendulum, swinging, rocking my jet set emblem, foolish to serve like Wimbledon, interior cinnamon, the car that I'm sitting in, calm my bad nerves, I call her my Ritalin, just kidding, not pillin', just element twisting, from the earth come the fire in the wind, I'm living, uh, not pillin', just element twisting, from the earth come the fire in the wind, I'm living, from the earth come the fire in the wind, I'm living, yeah. Yeah. Shy spitter. Yeah, man. Shout out to Spitter, Currency, the High Spitter. 
Yeah, bro. Definitely. I don't know what exactly he's doing with Monogram, but it looks like, you know what I mean? Maybe he's one of the, the spokespeople for him. I don't know, man. But shouts to Spitter, shouts to Hove. I actually met Jay-Z. Wow. <laughs> I never met Jay-Z, I tell you. <laughs> My fucking brain. I wish I met Jay-Z. I actually met Currency um, right up the street here, probably in like 2015 or some shit like that. Back when this club was still called Firestone, I think I mentioned the same place I saw Slaughterhouse, Wiz, Schoolboy Q, a lot of these people, literally right up the street from where I live. I could walk there in five minutes. But I met Currency there when he was touring for, honestly, I can't remember. That dude drops a project every month. But I still have the CD in my car, and I got a photo with him and shit. Shouts to Spitta, man. Super cool dude. I remember... I was wearing this throwback hardwood um, Shaq jersey for the Orlando Magic that I've had. And, uh, you know, I I walked up just to fucking shake his hand or whatever, take the pick and shit. And he was like, yo, you know what I mean? He complimented the jersey. He's like, yo, man, shit is fucking fly, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> I don't know. I thought that was dope, man. Shouts to Currency. He actually has his own, his own cannabis brand, too, Andretti OG. I know a lot of these dudes do nowadays. Spitta does. Wiz has Khalifa Kush. I think Freddie Gibbs has one. Tyson has his own shit that he grows at Tyson Ranch. I'm sure Snoop has his own strain. Uh, Tommy Chong has Chong's Choice. I know Cheech is putting out one soon. I even saw Jaleel White, who played Steve Urkel. He's putting out a brand uh, called Purple Urkel. (laughs) Purple Urkel Marijuana Strain. Uh, so yeah, man, you know, everyone's fucking trying to diversify the portfolio out here, you know what I mean? But yeah, I think that was it for 420 stuff. Happy 420, you motherfuckers. Smoke responsibly, you know what I mean? Fly responsibly. (laughs) Fly with care. Buckle your motherfucking seatbelts, you know what I mean? But yeah, bro. Um, what do we got next? We got a few things, but before we go with that, I realized I didn't really give you guys an update. You know what I mean? Personal update. I opened the email and I got excited, man. Uh, I had a new email, but it was just from the podcast distributor that I use. But to the silver lining, it said, congratulations on a thousand downloads, which means the podcast has now been downloaded a thousand times. So I appreciate you guys for that, man. I mean... We've been doing this for like six months now, uh, episode 41, you know what I mean? So, appreciate it, you know what I'm saying? If you're listening now, you contributed to those downloads, so much love to you, you know what I'm saying? But as far as me, um, I've been, I just finished this book, right? I don't know if you guys have heard David Goggins. You might have seen him on Instagram. He's been kind of going viral because he does these videos where he's running like fucking literally 30 miles or some crazy shit. And uh, while he's running, he'll always be not like screaming at the camera, but just very aggressively kind of giving... Giving... motivational speeches more or less and not like some of these phonies you see on Instagram. I mean, this dude, I'm going to play you one of his videos and I'm going to read you a quick little synopsis from the book. Now it's in the military. We go on these instructor-led runs. 
Most of the time, we knew the starting end point. So on the way back, I started seeing people getting happy and shit because the end was near. But there were some asshole instructors that would hear the happiness and go right on past the end point. When that happened, everybody stopped talking. Heads would stop dropping. And I start taking fucking souls. At that time, I knew what happened in their minds. They were living off the hope factor. They hoped the instructors would stop running. They hoped the water was never cold. They hoped the weather was fucking good. I don't live off that hope shit. I wish the water was cold. I wish them motherfucking instructors keep on fucking running. I wish for fucking rain. When the ending is unknown and the distance is unknown, that's when you know who the fuck you are. Stay hard. Stay hard. Yeah, um... Obviously, you know, dude's pretty intense. Fucking ex-military or retired from the military. But I'm going to read you this quick little about the author from the book. So the book that he wrote that I just finished is called Can't Hurt Me. And it's essentially just about his life, his growth from, you know, coming from nothing, being a self-made man, and just fucking literally killing shit. Uh, And his name is David Goggins. I know I said that, but... It's G-O-G-G-I-N-S, Goggins. So about the author says, David Goggins is a retired Navy SEAL and the only member of the U.S. Armed Forces ever to complete SEAL training, U.S. Army Ranger School, and Air Force Tactical Air Control Training. Goggins has competed in more than 60 ultramarathons, triathlons, and ultra-triathlons setting new course records and regularly placing in the top five. A former Guinness World Record holder for completing 4,030 pull-ups in 17 hours. He's a much sought-after public speaker who shared his story with the staffs of Fortune 500 companies, professional sports teams, and hundreds of thousands of students across the country. So yeah, man, once again, Can't Hurt Me, David Goggins, great book. I'm not at at all a military guy. Um, I'm, you know, I don't respond well to that kind of shit, but even that, it, it's such a fire book. Very inspirational, especially when you just see the hell that this dude would go through and put himself through. Uh, it's fucking nuts, dude. Inspirational. So yeah, shout out to David Goggins. But I just finished that book. Also been watching a little bit of TV, you know what I mean? Snowfall, psh. This last episode's about to be fucking crazy good, man. I already know it. I don't want to ruin it because I know some of you motherfuckers out there ain't up to speed on it. But you better get on your toes, Snowfall. Franklin Saint coming for that ass, all right? Shit's getting real. Shouts to Jerome, too, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> fucking unlit cigarette and all it is always in his mouth. Hell yeah. Um... But I finished, there's this documentary on Netflix called White Boy Rick that I recommend checking out. It's basically about, kind. Of, it's ironically kind of similar to Snowfall. The government found this young kid and essentially turned him into a drug dealer. I don't want to give you all the details, but... They turned this kid into a drug dealer, and then essentially once they were done, they had no more use for him. They locked him up, you know what I'm saying, for being that drug dealer. So it's fucking nuts. It took place in Detroit. 
There was also a lot of big names in there that I didn't think I was going to see or just wasn't expecting, I guess. A lot of names that are very recognizable. So it's a good doc, man. White Boy Rick documentary on Netflix. And what else do we got? He... Also, the the fight this past weekend, the Jake Paul fight. I don't know if any of you guys checked that out. I know I've said, I think last episode when I was talking to Pun about wrestling, I'm not super into fighting, but uh, we we were over at the Six on Saturday, I guess it was, and, you know what I'm saying, having a little game night and shit, and we threw the fights on, and the prelim fights, you know what I mean, business as usual. At least for the most part. I didn't see this fight, but I heard there was some reggaeton artist who was fighting as well and was just like running away from the other dude the whole time and then quit. I didn't see that shit, but tuned into the main event, the Jake Paul Ben Askren fight. And Jake Paul is a YouTuber turned boxing, boxer turned boxing fighter. <laughs> YouTuber turned boxer. And Ben Askren is a retired UFC fighter, to my knowledge. And one of my buddies who's more into fighting was saying, I guess Askren has never been known for his hands. He's always kind of a wrestler. So as to why he's boxing, I don't know. Probably just for the fucking check. You know what I'm saying? So they fight, or sort of fight. They start the first round, and they're both hitting each other a little bit. But within, I think, within the first minute or two, Jake Paul... He doesn't knock Askren out, but he puts him on his ass. He basically knocks him down, and he stays down for a second, just kind of struggling to get up. But literally, as soon as he gets up, the ref kind of looks at him for a second and then just calls the fight, which I thought was really fucking weird. Didn't even give him another chance to kind of fight for himself, fight for his dignity, whatever the fuck. Um, So, I mean, like, was it rigged? You know what I'm saying? I don't fucking know. Um, I'm not that into fighting and shit to kind of call that shit. I just definitely thought it was odd how literally one knockdown and the fight's over. I don't think I've ever seen that before. But, you know, shout out to Jake Paul, man. Got a W. I'm interested to see if he's planning to continue his fighting career. I don't really know. I mean, I didn't know much about him as a YouTuber either. I just know he was one. So... Yeah, man, that was an interesting-ass fight. Kind of anticlimactic, you know what I mean? Which is unfortunate. Also, big shout-out to Issa Rae. I saw she made the cover of Rolling Stone recently. I know we talked about her not too long ago um, with the new TV deal with Insecure and HBO and everything. So now she's on Rolling Stone, too, you know what I'm saying? She's making big moves, aye. Also, I mean, not related to that at all. <laughs> But Coinbase officially launched their initial public offering, their IPO. And I saw a few silent investors, or formerly silent investors, I guess, such as the famous Nasir, supposedly made a lot of money um, on, on this IPO. Because Coinbase, like we talked about with ID, is one of the biggest, if not the biggest, crypto format, cryptocurrency format. So I didn't realize that they were even doing this. Once they did, I mean, I bought a little bit, you know what I mean? I figure crypto's most likely only going to go up from here. So might as well, you know what I'm saying, get a little piece. 
But yeah, so shouts to Coinbase, man. Um, that's a big move, you know what I mean? Now that the people can be involved, hypothetically, that could just help it blossom into something even bigger than it already is. So yeah, man, shouts to Coinbase. I thought that was some pretty big news. And the rest of the stuff we got is a little more serious like usual. I know we talked about the Dante Wright shooting. Apparently that officer or ex-officer Kim Potter has been charged with second degree manslaughter. I mean, I don't know how it's that sounds like they they cushioned it a little bit. I would assume if you just shot a kid outright, that's not going to be second degree manslaughter. That's a fucking homicide, murder. But uh and there's actually this video, it's these two old-ass white reporters talking about this incident. And just listen to the way that they talk about it. So, I mean, if you if you don't see it, man, then I don't know, man. There may not, may not be much hope for you. Also, I'm going to say, you know, I, I think a lot of people are thinking like I was, that both gun, both the gun and the taser would be put on your dominant side but it's not that way yeah, but they have to cross where they have on different different so you actually have to reach across yourself yeah, to you get feel the difference yeah mean, it's definitely there's just no discernment. comparison as i say they're not making tasers in this yellow color anymore they're, they're making a in black they're making them yellow now how she made the difference was she shot that poor guy to death saying this is what i thought this is what i thought was my taser and and if you can't tell the difference in the field, those things is crazy. Anyhow, she deserves. But I, you know, I am pro police, folks. I think we need the police. We need the, their servants, and they do a good job. But if they don't stop this onslaught, they cannot do this. You know, the the police in, in Virginia picked up a a lieutenant in the army and began to give him trouble and, and our, our our state police are highly trained but why they don't stop this and this thing is going on in minnesota but the derek chauvin i mean they ought to put him under the jail he has caused so much trouble by kneeling on the the death of george floyd it's just I mean, on his neck it's just terrible what's happening and the police why don't they open their eyes to what the public relations are they've got to stop this stuff yeah so and i mean i don't i don't even know who these people are to be honest with you i just saw it's two news reporters or one news reporter and the other guys looks like a fucking hundred years old but um yeah man so hopefully she sees her time i did see that they are doing they're kind of wrapping up the Chauvin case now, and if I'm not mistaken, it's looking like he's going to jail, but you know what I mean? As we've seen time and time again, it's really kind of hard to tell, man. But knock on wood, this dude's getting the fuck out of here, going behind them iron bars for a hot minute. You know what I mean? Get the fuck out of here. And then lastly... Just to kind of, the nail in the coffin, bro, on this fucking, just this ridiculousness that's been going on, man. So I saw another video. Well, actually, 
There's this quick article. Kim Potter, the white police officer who shot and killed Dante Wright, a 20-year-old black man during a traffic stop in Brooklyn Center, Minnesota, was charged Wednesday with second-degree manslaughter. Potter, 48, was arrested at about 11.30 a.m. local time and was booked onto Hennepin County. Um, I'm going to skip down a little bit. Potter's gun was holstered on the right side of her belt and the taser was on the left side with the handles for both facing her back, prosecutors said. The taser is yellow with a black grip. Also, the taser is set in a straight draw position, meaning Potter would have to use her left hand to pull the taser out of its holster, prosecutors said. Attorneys Benjamin Crump, Jeff Storms, and Antonio Romanucci are representing Wright's family, said in a statement Wednesday. While we appreciate that the district attorney is pursuing justice for Dante, no conviction can give the Wright family their loved one back. This was no accident. This was an intentional, deliberate, and unlawful use of force, the attorneys claimed. A 26-year veteran of the force knows the difference between a taser and a firearm. Kim Potter executed Dante for what amounts to no more than a minor traffic infraction and a misdemeanor warrant. So, yeah. Hopefully she goes to jail too, man. Um, And, you know, rest in peace, Dante Wright. Prayers to his family again. But kind of really putting the nail in the coffin. I saw this other video, right, where the... The shoe is completely on the other foot. It's a white dude getting pulled over in a car. And I'm going to play the video. I'll explain. or the There's kind of a narrator that explains a little bit, but we'll talk about it afterwards. Honestly, you're not going to believe what I'm about to show you. Okay. That's all right. Just keep, just keep it on. Just get the right foot. Just start with that. Put your hand on the steering wheel. No. He refuses to put his hands on the steering wheel, refuses to get out of the car. He puts his hand on his own gun. He twice threatens to shoot the cop. He closes the door and speeds away, and he lives to tell the tale. I'm not saying that this suspect should have been shot. In fact, the officers in this example show quite remarkable patience and composure. But then that leads me to the question, why isn't this shown for all? Think about it. How can you possibly watch this video and not think about the cases where black suspects are shot and killed for being way less threatening than this man behind the wheel. What this video and many others like it tell me is that police have the training. It just seems they pick and choose when to show restraint and when to exercise lethal force. Yeah, man. Uh, I don't know if it was hard to tell just from the audio, but, I mean, it's fucking... Like... (laughs) 
They grab his arm. He starts screaming at them, like, let go of me. This is unconstitutional. You know what I'm saying? And then fucking, uh, I guess he has a gun. You can't really see it in the video, but supposedly he has a gun. He threatens to shoot them. And then at the very end, both cops have their guns pulled and are pointing them at him. And he basically shuts his door, puts his hands on his steering wheel, looks them in the eye, and drives away. You know what I'm saying? So what the narrator was saying is, obviously, if that was anyone else, black, Hispanic, Asian, you know what I'm saying? Anything but white, most likely, it would not have gone down like that. And the main question being, you you guys can, you're showing obvious restraint and uh, composure in this video, so why is that not being, why is that not uniform across all police forces? You know what I'm saying? Because racism is real. That's That's the fuck why. It's just fucking nuts, man. It seems like this shit's never ending, you know what I'm saying? And while I was playing it, it reminded me of this old KRS song that perfectly describes these motherfucking pigs out here, son. You definitely heard this shit. Movies or something. But this is KRS-One, Sound of the Police. That's the sound of the police. That's the sound of the beast. That's the sound of the police. That's the sound of the beast. 
That's the sound of the police. That's the sound of the beast. You know what I mean? Shout out to KRS. Fucking classic. But last thing, man. I wasn't too familiar with his music. But obviously, anytime you see, you know, someone who's impacted so many people's lives leave us here on this earth, you know what I'm saying? You got to pay some respect. So rest in peace, much respect to Black Rob. He's a former bad boy artist, I believe from like the 2000s era. Uh, Like I said, I'm not too familiar with his stuff. I know his biggest hit was Woe, which I'll play here in a second, but... Yeah, man. Rest in peace. Much love to Black Rob. Shouts to, you know, everyone from Bad Boy, his family, anyone who may be affected by this this passing. Just lost DMX and then Black Rob shortly after. And I know apparently he was homeless towards the end of his career and he was, uh, you know, not doing great financially. So I've been seeing talks of like a hip-hop union. I know Bun B and some of these OGs have been talking about this for a while. But I'm interested to see if anything does formulate. You know, it does make sense. Once you're done being a musician, that just means that you're fucked for, you know, you're done now and you're fucked and you have no more income. Hopefully you saved. Um, There's got to be something like how all these big companies have pension programs and shit like that, but... You know, I don't know if any entertainment industry has that set in place, whether it's music, movies, I mean, even like theater. I don't know. I'm not sure. So hopefully something good comes out of that because it, it's it sucks to see these people who were at the top of the world at one point, like I said, just so impactful on others' lives, then just be left to kind of wither away. And... um you know? So yeah, rest in peace, Black Rob, man. This is whoa. Y'all get ready to put y'all up on something, man. Yo, when you see something ill, you know what I mean? That shit is woke. Anything ill you see is woke. Nigga have a big six at the club, that's woke. Especially if he got the fully equipped kid on it, it's woke. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yo. I had this bad bitch of town, she was woke. Had me fucked up in the head, I mean. Bought the fish, diamonds, and pearls, I mean. Should have seen them shit shining on the wrist. Now money ain't a problem, see my dough is like. Pulled out my bankroll on y'all niggas like. Lost the roots, went from two-tenth like. Faggy want to peep my blueprints, I'm like. Had to hit the brakes on y'all niggas like. Niggas getting both on my block like. Coming home within a half an hour like. Front like they had the manpower like. More or less, more so. I rip guitar so I live the fast life. Come through in the park slow like. My niggas like dough, like dro, nitro, my flow, nice clothes like. East Bay with cocaine like. Now I'm Doc Strange in the range like. Hundred miles an hour switching lanes like whoa. Plus I'm getting brain from this chick like whoa. Finger near nigga asshole like whoa. Team floor switches and bitches like whoa. Nine nine jag bins poop like whoa. Keep them cheese lines on your blocks like whoa. Grenade through your window, bitch like whoa. Love to see me do this shit like whoa. Niggas put me through this shit like whoa. So I'ma go toe to toe, blow for blow like whoa. And with guitar soul, live the fast life. Come through with the ball slow like whoa. 
My niggas like dough, like troll, nitro, my flow, nice clothes, like gold. We bag it, then flip it like ho. Cars we jack it, then strip it like ho. Fully equipment, front to back like ho. Spitting on fiends that come for crack like ho. Asking for shorts and shit, nigga, like ho. Half on this pork, now nigga, that's ho. Flow so properly, you'll see I'm woke. Ain't no stopping me, I'm deep like ho. Guns be popping, beat, we creep like ho. Hear my name in these streets, it's like ho. Must I pound the concrete like ho. Fill this bitch ass, head to feet like ho. Your man ain't ho. The judge ain't ho. CO's ain't ho. PO's ain't ho. Play yourself, I get the G.I. Joe. D.I.C. K. Riders ain't ho. I rip guitar soul, live the fast life. Come through in the ball slow like ho. Yeah, man. Rest in peace, Black Rob. You know what I'm saying? Um, That might have been all we had for today, man. Actually, I also saw... I don't know the ins and outs of this, but I thought this shit was funny. I guess Usher made his own currency and went and threw it in the strip club. (laughs) I don't know enough about Usher or strip clubs to really have an opinion on it i just thought that shit was funny i don't know if it was a stunt or if he was really trying to pay them you know what i mean if you're really trying to pay them with fake money it's kind of fucked up but if uh it was more just for show and to like promo yourself then that's kind of just funny and i mean whatever (laughs) i know he's from atlanta and the strip club culture is big there so who knows man maybe he's a regular they said fuck it bring your own dough (laughs) byod byob bring your own bread Literally some bread that you made. <laughs> and I also saw, um, I, I realized I, I missed a couple of these as they were happening, just literally because there have been so fucking many. In the past month, there's been, I have a little screenshot of a map here. Uh, I didn't count them up, but in the past month, there have been ludicrous amounts of mass shootings around America. Uh, I'm just going to read the cities off. Obviously, we can't get into detail about all of these because there's so fucking many. We'll be here for 10 hours. But literally in the past month, there have been mass shootings in Essex, Philadelphia, Baltimore, Washington, D.C., Norfolk, Virginia Beach, Wilmington, Tuscaloosa, Atlanta, Cleveland, River Grove, Chicago, Indianapolis, Memphis, Boulder, Aliceville, Dallas, Yazoo City, Houston, Orange, Stockton, and Gresham. That's way too fucking many, man. I don't know what what the fuck is wrong with people, what's gotten into people. Um, and like I said, we don't really have time to get into all these, but obviously rest in peace to anyone who didn't make it through. Prayers to all the families and all the folks out there who are impacted by these fucking horrific events i just don't know when the fuck this shit's gonna stop you know what i'm saying but um so yeah you know what actually as a as a little outro song we're gonna do a blend for the 420 episode but also for all you fucking pieces of shit who are just murdering innocent people out there for no fucking reason let barrington levy soothe your soul you know what i mean Do that, do that, do that.
Yeah, man, that's my boy Barrington Levy, you heard? It's called Murderer. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, you know, songs like that, it brings such a good vibe, but it's about such real shit, you know what I'm saying? Coming from Jamaica is definitely not, just like you see in the postcards, you know what I mean? There's some fucking... Some warfare and bad niece down there, you know what I'm saying? As with it goes anywhere, you know what I mean? Um, but you just gotta clear your head of the bad mind thing. Stay focused, you know. Don't know. <laughs> See? Yeah, shouts bearing to Levy, man. But. Ba-ba-ba. Yeah. That's gonna wrap up episode 41. You know what I'm saying? Happy 420. Uh, yeah, man. Keep the fucking... Keep the vibes high, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just fucking around. But yeah, man, as always, stay safe, stay smart, stay sexy, and stay motherfucking tuned out there. 
episode 41 coming at you live happy 420 you know what i mean dodge the law <laughs> whoop whoop that's the sound of the pigs yeah bro peace the case that's a rap sayonara Fuck out. Thanks for tuning in. You don't have to go home. You just can't stay here, alright?